Okay. Uh, are you good to go? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Um... Oh, hang on just a second. Oh, yeah. Uh, is everything okay? Anthony? Uh, hi. Yeah, that's me. That was weird. What's up, bud? This is... This is a court summons. From Professor Crumb. What? Why? He's suing us for libel? For the stuff about being canceled last week? But it says here it was all a misunderstanding that... He had an altercation with the the filmmaker last week. Uh, Bergmite? Yeah, apparently he's had a bunch of run-ins with Bergmite over the years, and this isn't the first time Bergmite said some shit about him. So, yeah, look, look it up. See what you can find. Oh. Dude. Um. It says here that Bergmite got called out forever ago for fucking Pokemon by Crumb. We we canceled the wrong guy. Oh, jeez. We just, we okay, just jumped on that cancel train. Like, we didn't even look it up. Like, we didn't check anything. Uh, that's what, fine. Look, it's fine, because guess what? It wasn't true. So everything's fine now. He told us. We know. You know. I know. Every, everything's good. Do you think that... I don't, I don't think that's all it takes, but I mean, you're the radio guy. Like you, you've had a job on real radio before. I've only ever dealt with, you know, the, the written side of it. I know that in Um, the past, when, when something happens on the radio and uh, you say something that's not true, that's not a, that doesn't matter. You're okay. You're totally like, it's fine. Wait, he's suing us for libel. Where did you write it? Anthony. Well, I did put it in the show notes, but also <clears throat> I, there is more to this. Yeah. Uh, there is also slander on here too. So it's, it's apparently it's going to be, so he's both. got a lot. There's a lot in here. It's only been a week. How is that? How did we have? So how, what have you been doing? Well, I'm, you got to promote the show. I, I wrote it a lot of places to promote the show. I got to tell people about Mike. One of the things about being a podcaster is, you know, we don't have a big marketing department to handle this kind of thing. We, you know, no, Allie, don't worry about it. It's fine. Everything's good. Hey, uh, I think we should go live. Uh, we can deal with this after we can figure it out. Um, ultimately oh. like we're going to have to do something. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go live. Ask the poker expert. Hi, everybody, and welcome to. Ask the Pokedexpert. Uh, this is the show where we take audience questions uh, and pick the brains of our guest experts about all things Pokemon 
sociology, biology, social biology. Uh, of course, uh, I am here. I am your host, your, uh, your liaison to the knowledge accumulated in front of us uh, about these wonderful creatures in our world and, and how we can interact with them the best. And uh, with me uh, all the way from, from start to go, every piece of this show is a, a part as, as much a part of him as it is as me, uh, the Pokedex expert, Mike Ellison. Mike, thank you, of course, for, for being on this, also your show. Thanks, Anthony. Uh, and thank you to everyone out there in Twitch land at twitch.tv slash SRSBIZ for fall underscore network. Ooh, it is tricky, Anthony. You're right. For following along uh, and hanging out with us here today. Uh, real quick before we get started, I would uh, just in the spirit of education, I would like to let everyone know uh, after last week's episode, I continued to do a little bit of research on my own. And it turns out, in fact, Ingmar Bergmite is who is canceled. And Professor yes. Crum, whose name had been besmirched on, on our show by the offending cancelee, is indeed not canceled. Uh, renewed, nothing. I think is the term they use. Renewed. Perfect. Uncanceled, renewed, regular, normal, nothing uh, bad about Professor Crum. Uh, it turns out that back in the 70s, Professor Crum had written quite a scathing expose on Ingmar Bergmite's proclivities at the time. You know, uh, Professor Crum was always a leading. Uh, a leading scientific mind. And so it, it's, it's not surprising that this was a, a situation where the wool was pulled over our eyes by a malicious guest. Can I just say, I am so glad because I, uh, I absolutely loved the rhythm of war turtle, uh, which is, uh, mm. professor crumbs book. You know, I, I, I finished it up this week. Um, and it, I was a little sad when I thought that it was, uh, you know, coming from a, a, a place of, of, of ill content. Uh, but now I'm, I'm happy that it's so good and I really enjoyed it and everyone should get, uh, professor crumbs book. It's, it's really wonderful. It's, it's great to see someone in the field publishing, you know what I mean? Uh, out there writing a book. Uh, it's, it's great. It's great to see. Uh, uh it is great to see. I agree, Anthony, you know, and, uh, actually, this fire behind me, uh, I'm going to use that later to burn all the old copies of Ingmar's movies uh, and read that book next to this fire as it as it roars with its righteous fury. It's good to see that you're still at the network chalet. That's good. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, like we came all the way out here, you know, and we we followed the state guidelines for quarantine and at this point you know like it would have felt wrong to leave before thanksgiving you know and like not being able to enjoy thanksgiving at home with family this year you know uh ali and craig just thought it best and so you know we're we're gonna do a little thing together uh it should be nice well that's 
Oh, and I guess uh, we should introduce our guest. I am so sorry, Tone Chan. Um, everyone, uh, tonight we have on Tone Chan. Uh, Anthony, where did you uh, encounter Tone Chan? Um, I was searching around for Pokemon scholars, uh, and I found that uh, Tone Chan here is uh, uh, touted as a foremost Pokemon scholar. Tell us about your credentials, Tone Chan. Uh, yeah, uh, mo Moshi Moshi. Moshi Moshi. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you probably saw me on Tumblr. Uh, it's my Tone Chan Tumblr. Uh, I posted a, a Pokemon meme once, uh, and I think he liked it and reached out about coming on the show. Uh, I'm, I'm currently, I'm, I'm working on a, a Japanese history degree. I just started. I just went back to school um, last week. Uh, but there's a, a minor in Pokemon studies, uh, which I'm happy to uh, put to use today. Um, the classes, they didn't start yet. You know, you know how it goes. You go back to school. You got to do like some of the basic things first. I've been out of school about 30 years. Uh, so they're kind of making like I got to do the algebra again. So I didn't mm -hmm. get to the Pokemon part yet, but it'll be an associates in a pokemon history eventually awesome yeah this should be fun this is great <clears throat> hey what a thank you so much for coming on the show tone chan uh, i'm so excited to have another expert here on the show with us tonight uh you know i love a good uh current a good reminder of what the current landscape is in education around pokemon studies and so i'm super excited I mean, I've, I've, I've watched a lot of anime. Uh, you may notice, you know, some of my figures behind me. And so, um, you know, Great. it's, it's about the same. I figured this week, we're talking about the Pokemon Prinplup and the oh. Pokedex lists Prinplup as a two foot seven water Pokemon that weighs on average 50.7 pounds. Uh, and the community yep. has a lot of questions about the penguin Pokemon that we'll be taking live in chat as well. So if you're here at twitch.tv slash SRSBIZ underscore network, uh, right here on Tuesday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time, make sure you're throwing those questions into the chat. Uh, that is uh, how we can uh, engage with your burning desires about these Pokemon. I'm so excited tonight. Prinplup is my favorite Pokemon. That is so fortuitous uh, that we would wow. land on that because, you know, there's a lot of Pokemon out there. And so it's great. Mm. This is going to be great. I, I've got a good feeling about tonight. You know, uh, uh, the network didn't send me an ad. Uh, they said no one wanted to advertise this week. And that's fine. Uh, I think we can just knock it out of the park. And uh, I think this is going to be a great show. I'm so thank you for joining us, everybody. I think it's going to be a great show. Yeah, I'm glad that we got more time on the show. That's right. Because we we get to deliver direct to you now without that ad in the way. And so I hope I hope y'all enjoy the show tonight. So let's start off uh let's start off right. Okay? So a primplup, uh can they be acclimated to warmer temperatures? Uh are... hey, I'm, I'm 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 sorry before you, you go about blip blop. Uh I was playing my games. There was something about um you guys had some some guest drama. I I was that did I need to listen to that? Because I didn't. I don't know if I'm should be concerned. No, no, or... of course not. No, no, okay, no. Uh, okay, no, it's no. all good. 
So it's all good. Oh, all right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Everything okay, is fine. I just, we we resolved so that. I had to find a safe point. I wasn't, you know. I, we appreciate that. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but anyway, uh, 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 Blue Blop, you were saying. Uh, yeah, pr- pr- print plop. Print plop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, this person who wrote in said that they acquired one uh, legally, and while they enjoy having it around, uh, they're losing a fortune on ice cubes, and they'd like to have use of their bathtub back. So is there a good way to acclimate mm. them uh, away from more... Uh, frigid temperatures. Great question. Great really question. great question. Uh, I mean, of course, you're always able within a certain range, right, uh, to adjust your Pokemon's uh, natural acclimatization. You know, uh, you can't, I mean, you can't take a Goldeen, for example, and move it into the high desert steppe. That would be ridiculous. You know what I mean? Uh, just in the same way that you can't take a Prinplup and move it into into the, the tropics. Like, that's not going to work, you know? Uh, in the in the in all the years that we've been doing the show together, Anthony, you know my number one recommendation is to stay within your climate for your Pokemon yes, uh, or yeah. to stay within the Pokemon's climate for you. And it, so, you know, once you've made a bond with a Prinplup, maybe it's time to invest in a, you know, a nice warm jacket, maybe a, maybe a, a good hat. Uh, and I recommend, you know, moving into a, a place like this, uh, maybe a little bit, you know, secluded, uh, where you can watch the snow fall off the pine trees in the morning while you have a coffee with some of your closest friends. Uh, you know, find a more simple life uh, to enjoy out in the cold wilderness. With that sounds nice. Up. Sounds super nice. It's magnificent, Anthony. I wish you could see it. Uh, I wish I could just take my camera and like show you around, but you know, these podcasting setups, they're not super mobile. Uh, Tone Chan, uh, do you have any experience with, uh, you know, transplanting Pokemon from, uh, you know, one climate or, or one habitat to another that you could, uh, share? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mushy Moshi. Um, I have a, a, a cage here in a, I call this this back here it is uh this is my room. I call this the Kawaii Corner, uh, and I got a couple cages that I just put over there, um, and I put I put I put the blip blurps and the dupe dops. Put them all in the cage. That seems to work. Um, uh, they're not dead. They're still moving, so it you know it works pretty good. They're pretty pretty adorable. I like to hug them. They're pretty plushy, and um, uh, super Kawaii. You guys probably you, you don't know anything about that, but just trust me. They're super kawaii in their little cages. Okay. Great. <clears throat> great, 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 great. Uh, so uh, I have a question here. Uh, late question came in uh, just as our chat started here. It says, uh, can flying types have nipples? And if so, are those nipples? Um, yes. And yes. Uh, honestly, I think, I think this is a question that's on everyone's mind. When you look at a primplup, 
the first thing you see are its areolas, right? I, like, I mean, we're just, we're, we're all going to notice them. Uh, they stand out so much. They are so clear. And actually, biologically speaking, it's super important that they are that way. You see, most people think Prinplup is like a, is more closely related to, you know, the, the animal species of a bird. But actually, Primplup is more closely related to mammals in that it gives live birth and feeds its young from those nipples. The other thing that people may or may not know about Primplup, uh, Tonchan, feel free to jump in, uh, is that Primplup have a severe deficiency with their eyes. Uh, in fact, they're practically blind. Uh, and so the color differentiation between the rest of that chest and those white markings around around the Prinplup nipples are crucial to the survival of the species. I know that that sounds like something that would be accurate. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Kimigari Orange Road, uh, but let's just say there's a lot of jiggling and that's kind of what you get with the tip top over here. There's a lot of jiggle and it doesn't even really fit the laws of physics. Uh, I haven't gotten to that class yet. I just know there's a lot of jiggling. I do also want Thank to you. point out, yeah, <laughs> to Mike's point, uh, that while Printplup uh, do produce milk for live young, uh, and you can find Printplup milk on the market in certain places uh we highly recommend you do not there's no ethical way to gather printplup milk uh they produce so little uh and it is it is really just for their young there there is not a real if you're finding printplup milk it's it's not ethically sourced almost and it's plus it, it takes away from the jiggling so i would rec i would recommend not don't don't get the milk you don't want to do that yeah don't get the milk is absolutely right, Tone Chan. That's a great insight for a great question. Well, and that's, I, I wanted to highlight that, you know, some might look at this question and think like, oh, kind of a weird question to be asking, but every question is a great question. There is an opportunity for us to learn new things out of any question that we come across. Uh, which, so that leads right into this, uh, hello, Pokedexpert. I was recently lucky enough to get to moshi, TM, moshi. uh, mo Moshi Moshi. Moshi. Uh, I was recently lucky enough to get TM 36 in a lottery and was very oh excited. Oh my gosh, to congratulations. Teach it to my, yeah, this is great. Uh, TM, uh, I was very excited to teach it to my print plup. When I opened the TM, uh, it didn't say whirlpool. It said dick punch. Uh, it's been punching my dick all week. Pokedexpert, what are your opinions on Poka BDSM? Anthony, remember uh, a couple of weeks ago, I asked you to read the question from start to finish before answering it over the like live. Uh, yeah, yeah. In case we were getting trolled. Um, oh, but but I, I think this is trolls. an opportunity, right? Every question has an opportunity to learn something valuable out of it i thought i thought Great. this might I'd love to you knock this one out bud we're co-hosts you can do this one yeah i can do this i can do this uh okay i think when a print plop is 
finding in, se- in itself a desire to use extreme force against another creature's genitalia, there is an opportunity for emotional growth. Uh, for you to take some time to really drill into what is making your print plop punch dicks and find out what it is that they need to uh, set this behavior aside. You know, this is a great opportunity to speak to a Pokemon therapist uh, and to really dig into the the emotional state that your Prinplup is in because just because you teach a Prinplup to punch dicks doesn't mean that Prinplup has to punch dicks. There is some other drive pushing that Prinplup to punch so many dicks. And, and this is an opportunity for you to really find out uh, what that Pokemon needs and and what it wants in its life. Hey Tone Chan. Um Lever number one. Are they one of your followers on on Tumblr? Oh, I've so many. I don't know. It's um like I said, I posted that one Pokemon picture. Most of the other stuff is uh jiggly things and tentacles. Uh, so I, I I don't know. They should be. If you're into jiggly things and 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 tentacles, I would I would highly uh, I would highly recommend it. I just want to go back to the uh, the dick punching. You know, I thought it was an excellent point. Just because you can doesn't mean you have to. But uh, I mentioned I've been at school a week, and at Springfield Community College Online, home of the Razors, we if you can dick punch, you have to. You have to dick punch. Oh, that's like part of the curriculum. No, 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 no. You missed it. It's it's part of the 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 understanding that you know if oh. you're able, not the, you know not not everybody's able. I don't mean to get off. So on this that's soapbox. the cultural zeitgeist at your college. Yeah, is you know, that if you can, yeah, if, you you have a moral imperative <laughs> to. I mean, that is so funny because when I was in school, that was like a thing we used to say to people like, you know, we you would walk up to someone and they would you'd try to get them to do something. And if they didn't, you'd be like, no, you have to. You morally have to. It's part of the it's part of the creed of the college. You have to come with us right now. And, uh, you know, like uh, go go to a casino late at night or, oh, you have to come with us right now and uh, steal the 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 headmaster's uh, declaration of independence. Yeah. We've yeah. All been yeah. There. All those things. Right. It. So uh, yeah. and that was we, we would pressure people a little bit right in a fun fun natured way by saying that it was like part of the creed of the school that you had to do it it's interesting that uh this has carried through to your online school community about uh punching dicks the more things change you know yeah yeah um i think if your prinplup is punching your genitalia uh perhaps the question is what have i done to deserve this i think that's a great point that's what i'm saying like dig into that right because there might be an opportunity to speak to someone who can really show you why the print plop is making this choice and that choice might be you i mean on tone chance Kawhi corner we don't we don't kink shame i didn't know that was going to be a thing here 
um oh. but it's you know it's fine we'll let it go i don't want to keep talking about the dick punching <laughs> if you're into it not into it it's fine Bless you, flop, dippily dop dick dick punch whatever i just uh, again i'm not comfortable with kink shaman uh, I and do have I a question here. I appreciate that, Tone, Chan, yeah, Tone yeah. Chan. But, uh, you know, maybe this is a cultural difference. Uh, where I went to school, you know, Harvard, uh, we felt like it wasn't uh, appropriate to have a physical relationship with a Pokemon. Uh, perhaps your online community college uh, community uh, might feel differently. Uh, Maybe that's all this is. Uh, but either way, luckily, uh, there are statutes in place that stop this from mm. being a legal activity uh, as far as the kink world is concerned here in the United States. And so uh, I do have a question specifically for Tone Chan that I don't understand. So I'm going to go ahead and read the question. Uh, it says here a uh, question for Tone Chan Would Printplop make a societally acceptable? Poka waifu? Moshi moshi. Uh, moshi moshi. Yes. Yes. Dribbly drop would be the best waifu. Um it's it's super kawaii and cuddly. And that's that's what that's what everyone looks for in a waifu. It's like uh it's what? like Porco here. This is my Porco plushie. Uh, I call him Katsu. Total waifu material. Uh, hold on. I, I'm sorry, uh, Tone Chan. I, I, uh, just a second. I need to uh, just step away for just a second. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, Mike, did you get any of that? Not at all. Okay, you didn't... Not at all. Uh, I have no idea what a waifu is. I yeah. have... I don't even know what a katsu is. The only time I've heard katsu is when I was at a ramen place. I didn't know what it was, so I didn't order it. Okay. Well, uh, I don't think this is going uh, how I thought it was going to go. I, I was anticipating a scholar. Well, he is that. I mean, he, he is by definition that, uh, so, right. but, uh, I did expect maybe someone with a little more experience. I will give you that. Sure. Yeah. What are the viewers seeing right now? Is it just our faces talking with no sound? Yeah. Yeah. So let's, well, you know what? We'll just go back. We should probably go back. We should probably go back. Because this is probably weird. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, <clears throat> uh, sorry about that, folks. A little uh, technical difficulty for a moment there. Um, I got to get another question here that says, uh, dear Pokedexpert, uh, I have a question. Uh, sometimes when I walk up to my Printplup, it starts staring at me and suddenly with opaque eyes, it points a wing at me and says soon in a weirdly guttural voice before quieting down again. Uh, it never used to say anything other than Printplup, Printplup. Uh, is this normal behavior? First off, great question. Great question. If I if uh, if I had this happening, I would be asking you the same thing, Mike. So I would also ask a question. Sure, uh, it makes sense. And you know, uh, here at Ask the Pokedexpert, it's really important that we remind people that this is a question and answer show for 
the problems that you're having with your Pokemon. And so I think this is a great example of a question that is a good question. That is a great question for the show. And, and uh, if someone else is struggling with this same thing, right, they are going to I'm, want to have a resource like this. Absolutely. And I'm so glad to have this opportunity here on this show to talk that through. That said, it is unusual, but also maybe not surprising that a Prinplup might have different utterances, you know, uh, in the same way that we all speak with our own voices and create our own sounds uh, extra extemporaneously. Sorry. Uh, this mountain air, you know, uh, in the same way that we create all these sounds, uh, I think it's totally normal that a Pokemon might also do the same. You know, uh, I would be celebrating if a Prinplup used its vocal cords to create a sound that I had never heard from it before. Uh, and I'm sure with the bond that this Pokemon trainer has with their Prinplup, that the the behavior that they're modeling when the Primplup does it is encouraging the Primplup to do it some more. You know, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, and if your Primplup has opaque eyes, then, you know, maybe cataract surgery is something that you might want to look into. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Thank you for reminding me of the, the second half of that question. You know, glaucoma and cataracts are very serious problems with Primplup. As we discussed earlier, they right. do have terrible eyesight. And right. so it's not surprising to me as a Prinplup starts to mature that uh, they are going to have ocular issues. And, you know, uh, I know that a lot of people say, oh, well, that's just natural. That's what happens. They all go blind. But to me, that feels uh, like a situation that can be improved with science and human uh, interaction with the Pokemon, right? We're always looking for these ways to, to be mutually beneficial to one another. And I think this is a perfect opportunity for us to help cure Prinplup of some of the maladies that it faces. Tone Chan? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, I, uh, I was just thinking, just get it some glasses, you know? I understand all the, all the rigmarole about the going blind and stuff, just get some glasses. <sighs> just put some glasses on their face and then they'll, they'll be able to see better. I mean, I don't know how they do things at Harvard, but over here at Springfield Community Online, we just we just we get glasses. I got glasses. I can see. Yeah, I got. I mean, I ain't no, I ain't no prim pup, but I you know. I didn't. Um, I don't have glasses. I can also still see. I don't know if that's relevant to this, but I will say uh, that glasses for some Pokemon might be an option, and prim pup with their Absolutely. disastrously bad vision, as we've mentioned, might. Uh, that that might be an option for them. I don't know if that will help in this one uh, specific case, uh, uh, you know, but maybe it will. Maybe you give them glasses and they'll stop saying soon and they'll say now or, or something else, you know. Uh, uh, there might be uh, some way you could really get some some good maybe, value out uh, of that. Maybe like a monocle, give them one of those like one monocle things, you know, that'd be cool too. And uh then they can see better and bonus look cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
You ever seen uh, a penguin with a monocle? That's, I haven't. Uh, this is a, a, a print plot, just as a quick Well, reminder. no, but they're similar. I understand it's a blue blot, but it's similar. It's the same body structure, you know. Looks like a penguin got some nits hanging out. Monocle, dude, that's dope. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I have another question here. Uh, <laughs> it says, all, uh, also, what all does their diet consist of? I have noticed several of my pets missing in the last few days, and I'm starting to get just a bit suspicious. Um, great question. Great question. Great question. Tone Chan, do you have a primplop? Uh, I don't, I might, I got a box of a couple things. Um, I usually just throw, I just throw, uh, whatever I'm eating, you know, uh, last night it was some ribs. I had some ribs from a local spot. It was pretty good. Um, day before that, I think I just threw some like Cheerios in there. Oh, they love the Cheerios. That's in general, my, specifically with Printplop, Mike, uh, you know, we'll try to keep it a little bit focused. Uh, mm -hmm. Do they tend to be uh, carnivores or, uh, I mean, I wouldn't have guessed that from their appearance, but uh, I've been surprised before. Uh, so Printplop typically do eat meat. Uh, you know, usually it's it's uh, other other sea pokemon um or sea animals uh if you are keeping your print plop in a landlocked area maybe it would consume things like field mice or you know rats barbecue ribs whatever, barbecue pork ribs whatever it might find uh and and eventually of course any pokemon will eat anything that it can in order to sustain itself uh whether that's healthy and right for it or not um, is there a way to support a print plus diet? Uh, if you do have one away from like, you know, you're landlocked somewhere deep in the heartland. Uh, is there a way to, to do some, some good supportive things that can help uh, nurture your print plop without, uh, you know, breaking the bank, shipping in, uh, pounds and pounds and pounds of, uh, Arctic fish. Well, so that was going to be my first recommendation, of course. But if you're looking for a more budget option, you know, one thing that you could do is if you live close to a nearby river, you could always divert the river into your home. And if you run it through a cooling mechanism, you know, you would be able to uh, get the water cold enough and thereby reduce the temperature of the fish enough to most closely reflect, you know, the situation that the Primplup is most used to. You know, if you if you were to divert that uh, all that water through, say, an industrial freezer or something along those lines, you know, uh, and then kind of gate it on the other side of your home, you might be able to uh, more appropriately manage that for your Primplup. I will also um, say, if you're looking for a budget option, it's cheap to live in the Arctic Circle. Uh, I mean, hmm, you the, maybe maybe relocation is really the answer here to ensure that you have a steady food supply for your print club. Certainly, or you know, uh, the initial investment, of course, is is quite large. But if you were to uh, invest in solar, you know, you could you could power that industrial freezer for free. That's true. That's true. 
That would be uh, a beautiful and, and you know, think of the the savings you could have uh, environmentally uh, and cost wise right. with other things as well. Uh, a solar powered uh, industrial freezer might just be the answer for you. Hey, I, 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 I just need to jump in here. Um, before I went back to school a week ago, I was sort of traveling the world doing some odd jobs. Uh, you know, whenever people need stuff done, need somebody killed, whatever they call me up. Uh, and, and I'll just say in my traveling, uh, there were always Cheerios. That was the one thing in the deepest forest of Peru or the, the cities of New York cities, they had Cheerios. And so I just feel like, I feel like this is getting really complicated. Um, when you can just get, get some Cheerios and they have multiple flavors. Oh, bless you. Uh, Thank you. And, um, you know, keep the cholesterol down. That's the part, all that, all that fish, that sounds, you know, there's that fish fatty oils and stuff. Yeah. Omega-3 fatty acids. Sure. Uh, for humans, you know, uh, if you were to eat nothing but Arctic fish constantly, that would be bad for you. Uh, these are creatures who have evolved to do that. Nobody's evolved past Cheerios. Um, you know what, Mike, I think, uh, I think I we're going to go ahead. Yeah. Uh, great question, though, uh, from, the, great question. from the question asker. Great uh, question. Whoever that was, great question. Uh, uh, and thank you so much for the the insight there, uh, Tone Chan, on the Cheerios. Yeah, yeah. You know, why don't we, uh, uh, Tone Chan, I'm, I'm going to just go ahead and, and say uh, that you have a lot of research you said you have been posting up on your Instagram along with your other uh, photos. So, uh, oops, I, I just tried to post it in chat for you and um, I I failed. So, uh, sorry about that. Uh, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was one picture of a, a Pokemon uh, with uh, how how do you say um, uh, jiggly breasts. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm sorry. So that. Uh, I, I was coughing uh, the the air. I missed that. Would you? Oh, yeah, that? yeah. No, it's all right. It was uh, I posted a picture about a week ago of a Pokemon with uh, jiggly breasts. Right. And I saw it and I was like, ha, look at that. Look at that. And that's when I decided I'm going to get a minor in Pokemon studies. I've been doing the Japanese history uh, for about a week. You know, I've been watching some anime. So I figured, hey, you know, Japanese studies. Now that I'm back from my travels, and once I once I saw them jiggly bits, man, I figured uh, I should get a get a minor in this stuff. Sounds pretty good. So yeah, you can you can find that on the uh, Kawaii Corner Tumblr. Where it's can, out there somewhere. Where can people uh, support your research, Mike? If you if you appreciate science and facts. Uh, and actual accredited university degrees providing solid research, you can go to patreon.com slash Pokedexpert. Uh, we have a lot of great things out there for you. Uh, special shout out this week to uh, David and Michael, uh, two of our newest patrons over at patreon.com slash Pokedexpert. Uh, they they help make the scientifically accurate research that I do for this show possible. 
And if you like this show and you want to support this show, you can go to patreon.com slash pokedexpert1. That's the number one. Uh, And uh, that will be your way that you could support this show. Uh, I've been doing a lot of thinking, uh, a lot of brainstorming of some cool things that we might do, maybe, for a Patreon reward of some kind. Like maybe... um, if you're a patron, you could submit a question and we will answer it on the show. Now, it's also a thing we will do if you're not a patron, but patrons would be able to also submit questions, uh, which is uh, that's that's what I'm thinking right now. That's the first thought I had. Um, but uh, so, yeah, just go and, and check that out. And of course, you can check us out here live every Tuesday night at 930 Eastern at twitch.tv slash uh, SRSBIZ underscore network. Now, of course, I should uh, mention that we are going to be taking a hiatus uh, starting uh, well today. Uh, Mike's going off to do some research. Yeah, this is this is going to be the last one uh, for a little bit, y'all. Uh, we will be coming back. Uh, Anthony, do you happen to have that date? I uh, do. I do. That'll be January 5th at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I don't know if that is Daylight Savings or not. I don't know when that switchover comes. So, uh, you know, be very aware of that. 9.30 p.m. on January 5th. I'm Eastern. I'm sorry. I wish I had uh, the more specifics there. Um, but I'm that's so when we will be back forward together. To, yeah, I'm so looking forward to season four of this show with you, Anthony. Tone Chan, uh, thank you so much for closing out season three with us. This has been. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm available. Uh, you said January 5th? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, no. I'm free that day. Oh, well. So oh, should I just awesome. come back? Just come back here? Is it the same, the same location? Uh, yeah, it Come is here. on twitch.tv okay, slash SRSBIZ underscore network. Uh, and you can join us in the chat uh, as much as you like. Um, well, it's, we still the, be... it's, still, it's still the first semester, so we're probably not going to get much further uh, in the book. I got to get through, like I said, that algebra too. Uh, but I'll gladly gladly talk about uh, the Pokemons, man. It's, it's, it's fun. I like it. Oh, that's... All right, I'm January glad that 5th, you guys. like it, uh, and I then. can't wait. I can't wait to hear what you learn. Um, have you seen? You have you seen it? Space Pirate Captain Harlock? Have you seen that by chance? All no. right, January fifth, we get back. We're gonna talk Space Pirate Captain Harlock, and we will actually, see all of you back here January yeah, I forward. Think. I think probably January 5th, we'll talk about a a, a new Pokemon, Uh, but I... You said said 9.30, right? Serious business.